welcome to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Today's topic today is going to be appreciating men. So we're here today to talk about issues that stimulate our thinking to help us bring awareness among ourselves and others so we can begin to heal. So thank you very much for joining me today and every Thursday at Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation. And just to let you know, this is an open mic where you can join in on a conversation by calling 646-668-8481. I'm sorry, 8485. All you have to do is hit the one, and I can bring you in on the stage if you'd like to share a question or a comment. So, again, the topic is about appreciating men. So today I wanted to dedicate and recognize men for their contribution to family life and the legacy that they leave within us and with us unwillingly and willingly. By being a spiritual chaplain, I work with so many ladies and mothers who are incarcerated, and I constantly hear the resilience that many fathers, husbands, brothers, and sons are experiencing throughout life. Therefore, I wanted to show my appreciation for the amazing uh, the amazing men who show up and show out by being phenomenal in their own special way. Just like they say, Mother's Day is every day. I truly believe fathers and men are too. So today, join me in helping me appreciating the men that's in your family and the men that you love, you know, um, you know, men, for me, men, that they bring so much love, they help and offer so much help to us, they guide us in so many different ways, they give us protection where we feel secure, they support us by providing, you know, resource, welfare, wealth, uh, welfare for us, and they also teach us with their wisdom and knowledge, and there's so much more, but I don't want to be the only one to talk about all the wonderful things that men do. So with that being said, I would like my audience to call in at the 646-668-8485, and please let me know how the men in your life has impacted your life where you want to appreciate them. So in the meantime, before I begin the show, I want to go into a short commercial, and then I'll be right back. So stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. Authors, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, virtual book tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chats. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. Online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. 
Well, I'm back. Thank you again for staying tuned to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine, where we talk about issues that stimulate our thinking to help bring awareness among self and others so healing can begin. So thank you for joining me today and every Thursday. So we're going to go right on into the show. So the reason, again, why I decided to talk about appreciating men is because my experience that I have dealt with talking to many wives, ladies, and mothers about the roles that the men has impacted in their lives. And so one of the main things is being in the prison and knowing that ladies have a record. You know, they home, they toss and turn in because they have children, they have a significant other, or they have a husband, and, you know, they know they, they got a warrant out or they know they got some past issues that they need to address, but they don't want to go and spend no time in no jail, and I don't blame them. They don't want to be away from the home, the family, the husband. I get it, but you know what? Some of them are brave enough and say, you know what, I'd rather do it while I'm in my 30s or 40s and get it done before later on it hits them when they get older and they don't want to serve no time. And when I find that they say this and they have children, little kids home or kids in the teenage age that need mom support, mom has to step away and dad or the significant other steps in and say, hey, I'll take care of the children while you go do the four years or the three years. And, I mean, I was just so blown away when I heard that. I'm like, huh? You know, you don't hear on social media, or or at least I don't. I don't hear people talking about the resilience that the husband or the father has to go through, you know, because of a situation that, you know, the mother had to experience you know, or the wife got to deal with, and they take, they take the opportunity to play the mom role while mom is incarcerated, and they support her as well by helping to make sure that she got money on the books and everything. So, you know, for any brothers who's in this role right now, I just want to commend you and honor you and appreciate you for doing that so your child is not in the system and that you are handling business and making sure you raise good, healthy, strong-minded, educated children, and that's the reason why I wanted to bring about this show today, Appreciating Men, because I hear too many ladies that's incarcerated who have husbands and uh, significant others and fathers who are taking up this role, and I didn't know anything about it. So, you know, maybe forgive my ignorance, but if you haven't, I guess I, brought, I just brought it to your awareness. But this is what's going on, and there's a lot of ladies that's incarcerated, as you all know. I'm just only in a detention center in L.A. where they just being held before they get their sentence or, you know, they got to go through another program or something that for a year. But this is what's happening. And so I just wanted to share that because I just, you know, instead of the children going to the DHS, the foster program, I just commend them, you know. And I know it takes a lot out for a woman to even leave their children, you know, knowing that this is not what they want to do. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You know, there's always, you know, when we do things, we have to be mindful of the consequences. So with that being said, I just want to just reach out and appreciate the men for that. And then also, 
I also want to reach out to uh, appreciate the men because I, you know, work with as a spiritual life consultant, I, I, I talk and I work with a lot of women and females and wives who have the issue. And, you know, just, just recently there was a pastor wife, I won't mention no names, but she just got released. And um, he hold, you know, of course, you know, she, she had older children, but the fact, you know, she used to be at the church and there was a case that happened that she had no control of. And, you know, um, she had to spend four years in jail. But he stuck there and supported her, and um, the children supported her and everything while she went to fight her case. And she actually won her case, and she was let free, you know, to go home and not have to look back again. And, um, you know, me and her were talking as she was exiting out the building, and I said, well, I guess I'm going to see you uh, uh, at church, you know. And I said, please be up there and you witness to the ladies and, you know, how much that your husband and your children uh, supported you while you went through this here case, while you went through this trial. And so it was just so remarkable just to hear her story and um, knowing that she was the first lady of the church and something had to catch, well, actually, you know what? It was something that had to get her attention. She said she was moving too fast and God was trying to stop her. And unfortunately, it didn't happen in the street, but it had to happen while she was, uh, while she was uh, incarcerated. And now she got the message. So that was just a beautiful intake um, to see sometimes how God will work to get your attention. And a lot of females are incarcerated because of that, because God is trying to get your attention and you're not listening. So he has to get you, put you behind the bars to get that uh, one-on-one time with you. And so the pastor wife, that's exactly what happened. So she said, no, I, he said, I won't miss a Sunday. I'll be on that pit, on that, on that, on that platform with my husband preaching the gospel to the women and letting them know how important it is to have a man who supports you and there and, and understand the role of, um, of being a woman and having a supportive man. So I just wanted to just share that one because uh, that was really, um, it was really, uh, I don't know, I, 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 I uh, what's the word I want to say? I can't think of the word I want to come out, but I was just so um, uplifted by hearing her story and how it changed her and what she's about to do right now into the world by helping supporting her husband as a pastor. So with that being said, just to let you know, this is an open mic where you can join in on a conversation by calling 646-668. All you got to do is hit the one on your keyboard, and you can come in and come live on the stage. If you got a question, you got a comment, you want to share about the amazing men that's in your life and how you want to give your contribution by thanking them and letting the world know that, hey, you got somebody who values you and supports you and loves you, by all means, just hit the one, and I will lovely and be happy to bring you in. So in the meantime, I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be right back. Arthurs, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, Virtual Book Tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chat. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. 
online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously published book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. And welcome back to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine. Again, this is where we talk about issues that stimulate our thinking to help us bring awareness among our others so healing can begin so we can be able to move forward in life. So, again, thank you for joining me today and every day. So the topic today is appreciating men and how it came about is by me being in a chaplain and mentoring to the women and the ladies and the mothers that's there who have children and the fathers are home, keeping the foundation steady by taking care of the children and building them up while mom is behind bars doing her part and their home raising the family so they can be upright citizens. So today that is the reason why I decided to um, bring about this here topic. Also, I would like to talk about another topic that I'm finding a lot of uh, women are dealing with, wives, husbands, and what it is is that you know how you get into a relationship with someone and Yes, we all have issues. We all are still healing through a lot of things that we go through in life. And our husband wants to help. Men, that's what they do. They, they want to be able to come up with a solution. They want to help fix our problems or whatever. But the bad thing is what I'm noticing that a lot of, including myself, a lot of us would love to pour all our problems out on the man who love us and want to help us and guide us. But the sad thing about it is that we treat them like they're therapists, and they're not therapists. And then later on, once they have uplifted us and motivated us and empower us, then now, you know, we think that, you know, they're not doing their part anymore. And the sad thing about it is that they have took on so much of our negative energy and our issues, our baggage, where, you know, they can't even think for themselves anymore. We really don't even see them. We forgot who they were, and they're ready to tap out. They are so exhausted, and sometimes the ladies don't realize the damage, the dynamics that they're actually putting on their mates, not realizing that, they didn't come in a relationship to be a therapist. They came to be your helpmate so y'all both can elevate together, not not an unbalanced situation. 
And so that's what I noticed when I talk to a lot of women, you know, they just like Charmaine, my husband just feel like he tapped out. He don't want to hear nothing. I have goes in one ear, out the other ear. And before he was so responsible, want to help. And now it's like he throws his finger, like go away. And that's one problem. And then the other problem I'm noticing is that, um, you know, here now the woman has been uplifted, motivated. The husband has empowered her. Now she got her stripes. She ready to go conquer the world. And so now she wants to help him because nobody was there for him. He has been there for her all that time, but he don't want to listen to nothing that she had, no advices that she will give him. And the only reason why, and help me out, audience, because if somebody helped you to uplift yourself and get you off the floor, how somebody going to take advice from you? And that's what the problem is. He don't want to hear nothing that his mate, his wife, or significant other has to say because he has helped you. He has lifted you up. Now, how can you turn around and help him? I don't know if it's an ego issue. I don't know what it is, but I will say that it makes logic sense to me, but somehow females that I talk to don't understand that point. Why is it that um, they try to help their mate and he doesn't want to listen or take the advice, and I get it. So, again, please help me in this conversation. You, all you have to do is hit the one. If you're already on and you're listening, um, the 646-661. You know, I don't know at all, but this is what I'm, I'm experiencing. And I just wanted to say that we need to appreciate the men and know that they're not the therapist. They want to love you. They want to respect you, but they want you to uplift them hand in hand. That's, there's something about you that brought you all together. He's seen something in you that said, hey, I like this lady. Something about her mind, intelligence, something that we put out there. And then all of a sudden you get deep in that relationship, and now you look at him as a therapist. So we have to change that, ladies, and not make him a therapist. If you realize that you got some help and you need some healing, Seek out a counselor. I'm a spiritual counselor. Seek out a, a license. I'm not licensed, but a therapist if you want help because that's what they want. They prefer you to go outside, seek that guidance and everything, and then come back to them. Um, I was listening to a uh, podcast a while back, and uh, it was a husband and wife, and they was having some issues, and they were almost at the point where they was ready to, to hit the D word. They're ready for a divorce. And you know what she did? She said, okay, I'm going to go out and get a therapist myself. And so she went out, she got a therapist, and she talking to her therapist like every week. And the therapist telling her to read this and read that. And so, you know, he's checking her out, right? He's walking around the house and he's looking at her like, what is she up to? What is she doing? What's all these books? What is she learning about, right? So, He's a, he, he's a Christian guy, so he said, you know what, I'm going to grab my Bible. So he started grabbing his Bible, getting deep in his Bible, and say, okay, she got her therapist, I got God, and I'm going to go in this book, and I'm going to try to get some scriptures to help and build me up since I see her getting herself built up. And so he said that he was watching her go through this transform and how she was transforming herself to be even beautiful than what he's seen her when he, they first met with her wisdom and her knowledge and how she's handling things and everything. 
And he was like, wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> he said, she, she, she doing better than me. And so then he said, you know what, if she got a therapist, I better go get me one. And so he went out and got a therapist. And then now they come together and they, you know, uplift and, and, and uplift each other in such a dynamic way that I think he said, I think it was like 10 years ago he shared, and it was just so important. And I think that's something that if I hopefully I can inspire whoever listening to, if you feel though that you are draining your husband, your significant other with your drama, go out and seek someone else who might can help you in the areas that you need so he can come home to see this wife that he married and see how you uplifting, and that's going to uplift, motivate him in such a huge way where he can want to love you and give you all the love and the respect and the support that you need. Not saying that you don't get it anyway, but you, you know you know what I mean. These, these are for the ladies who have drained the husband with their problems. And um, for those who are ready about to get into a relationship, if you realize that you are turning him into a therapist, seek help. Get a, get, get, get a therapist yourself. You know, and you can let them know, hey, I'm getting a therapist, you know, and because um, I have some issues that I want to tackle. And I don't want to overburden you with my problems because you didn't, you, you didn't sign up for that. You signed up to be a helpmate so we can elevate each other. So I wanted to share that as well. And, again, like I said, for those who's listening, um, please hit the one on your phone. Share your experience. I would love to hear what you, you, you've been going through. I would love to hear, you know, the amazing uh, things that your husband or your significant other or your father or your son or your brother is experienced. I would love to hear you praise them because we need to praise them more. And I know they have so much. I heard one man say, he said, life is not fair. A husband life is not fair because they have so much role, so much responsibility and roles that they have to take care of us, you know, and we can be a handful. At least I know I can be a handful, but in, but in a nice way. <laughs> so with that being said, that's one of, I just wanted to share on that one. And then also for myself, for myself, I want to thank my father you know, for being honest for me, you know, I don't know, I haven't, I don't know if I shared this, but I just received my passport mm, maybe two months ago, and I had a, uh, I say this is a learning curve for me, but what happened was that I needed to get my uh, valid birth certificate from Philadelphia, I'm raised and born from Philadelphia, and on my birth certificate, it did not have my father name on there, who I thought was my father. And so when I was a little girl, I remember I heard some rumors saying that my dad wasn't my dad, but I, but it was a shh, don't say anything. So I didn't pay no mind. Here it is now, I'm 52 years old, I get my birth certificate, I'm looking at my birth certificate, and I'm thinking, who is this person on my birth certificate? So I questioned my mom, you know, I know who it is, it's actually my older siblings father where my mother was married to and so they put his name on there and she didn't know how they, how his name got on there so I remember hearing that my dad is not my dad so I questioned my dad I said dad hey is there something that I need to know because I got my birth certificate and your name is not on there and you know what he was so honest and he said you know what Charmaine he said back in the day I was born in 1969 he said back in the day 
if a woman says that you're the father of the child, she said, we just go along with it. And that's what he did. And he went into the military in January, and he was honest enough to tell me. He said, I was in the military in January. He said, there was no way that I could have conceived you. So, no, I am not your father. But I've been your for two years, and I still will continue being your dad. And I just want to just commend him for being brave enough to just be honest and not, you know, push that under the rug because that would be another generational curse where, you know, we're going around the world, you know, thinking one thing and come to find out that that's not my father. So now, you know, I'm in the process of probably doing a uh, paternity DNA to find out who is my father only for the sake of my children. I have two boys. And I know they probably want to know their history of their father, their their lineage, you know, if they have any health issues or any other issues that might come up in the past, at least I can find out, hey, this this here is a part of your lineage, you know, your kin folks. This is the issue that you might come up with because this is what they have. So I wanted to commend my father and thank him for even knowing that he knew that I was not his child, that he did not step back. He still continues to support me and loves me, and it just it just been there for me all my life. So with that with that being said, I wanted to thank him. So if he's listening, I know he knows I have a podcast. So if he's listening, I just want to say, Dad, thank you. I appreciate you. And so in the meantime, I'm just going to take a short break, and I'll be right back. As an author, you understand the devastation of someone plagiarizing your work. But what if someone stole your identity? Protect yourself and your family with identity theft protection. Services include credit monitoring, credit reports and scores from all three credit bureaus, social security number, emails, credit cards, bank account monitoring, and social media monitoring from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. For more information, call 248-525-7680. Authors, are you looking for a new way to get your book in the hands of new audience of targeted buyers? Then a virtual book tour is for you. Right now, virtual book tours is an excellent opportunity for you to introduce your book and who you are as an author. Launching your book is very important. A virtual book tour will connect you with readers. We at WNL, we specialize in book tours, book blasts, radio tours, cover reveals, and Facebook chats. Promoting and marketing your book is what we do. Online publicity, the exposure and the publicity is what you need. Let us help you reach new readers and a new audience. We take care of everything so you don't have to. We set up the tour for you. We connect you with bloggers to advertise your book by way of interviews, guest posts, and reviews. If you are an author of a newly published book, have an upcoming release, or just want to give a previously published book new life, a virtual book tour is your answer. Check our tours out at www.wnlbooktours.com. Visit me on Facebook. I am the owner, Paulette Harper. Well, welcome back to Real Talk, Real People, Real Conversation with Charmaine, where we talk about issues that stimulate our thinking to help bring awareness among ourselves and others so healing can begin. So with that being said, thank you, listeners, for always listening. I thank you. And then also I wanted to share something as well. I would like to share a little quote. Oh, sorry, just to do a refresh. This is about appreciating men. But I would like to do a little, little 
about gentlemen. There's nothing like seeing a gentleman that will open door, pull out your chair, and carry things, not because you're helpless or unable, but because he wants to show you that you are valuable, worthy of respect and love. So I just wanted to share that with you. So when you see a gentleman opening up a door and pulling out your chair and carrying your things, and, you know, he's just showing you how valuable you are. One day I was at the gas station, and there was a couple, and uh, the guy got out of the car, and, you know, I guess he he was taking care of the gas. And and he said, I got this. And she went inside the the, the gas station, I mean, the the market, the 7-Eleven or whatever, to take care of it. And he kept saying, I got this. And I looked at him. I said, oh, I said, she, I said, hopefully one day, she'll realize and allow you to take on, take the role of being a man. He said, I know. He said, I just don't know why she don't let me just do my part, you know. And he said, she'll get it eventually, you know. And so that was just cute. He kept saying he got the gas, he got the gas, and she was just determined, you know. And I understand how we can be sometimes. But just want to let you know that this is an open mic where you can join in on conversation by calling 646-668-8400. Eight five. You can hit the one by coming on stage. If you have a question or you like to share a comment, by all means, please do. I would love to hear your impact. Your 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 impact on how you appreciate men in your life, and that's including the fathers, the husbands, and the brothers and the sons. So I talked about the women who have to be incarcerated and the husband, the significant other is home taking care of the children, and that is the reason why this show came about. Also, by me being out in the world, you know, hands-on, you know, uh, conversating and helping empowering women, you know, with issues that they have, you know, and a lot of them are treating their mate as a therapist. And so, you know, I tell them that, hey, go find a therapist. Don't make your husband a therapist because that's how you're going to have him tap out, and then you're wondering where your husband at, and he's not there anymore. He has, He's there physically, but he's not there mentally or spiritually. He's totally tapped out. So um, hope those who's listening take a um, heed to that and understand that it's important that we seek out help instead of making our husband answer all the answers and the questions for us. So I wanted to also share something, one more, one more thing, and if there's no one who has a question or anything, I will shorten my talk, my talk for today, but I wanted to also bring out something. Um, you know, there's a lot of children out here that, you know, um, uh, using drugs, you know, have substance abuse, you know, whatever issue that they might be dealing with. And I heard, I read an article in Time Magazine, even a psychiatrist says that a uh, a fatherless home will cause a lot of destruction in the world and in the home. And, um, you know, um, I had a conversation with one of my uh, youngest sons, and I was asking him a question. I said, why so many young, you know, kids out there in the world, you know, you know, on drugs or why, you know, they doing this and doing that, you know. And he, he you know, he hanged out, you know, after 17, graduated, won the party or whatever. And he said, you know what, Mom, he said the reason why you see a lot of young people on drugs or, you know, drinking or whatever, he said, because there's no man in the home. And when he said that, you know, he said, I had freedom. As a mother go to work 
and she's trying to take care of everything. You know, he said, you give us so much of a platform where we can go out and do whatever we want to. And because there's no father in the home, he, 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 the door, the door was open to do whatever. So, and I read in Time Magazine that it made that statement that fatherless home is a destruction for substance abuse, alcohol, um, teen pregnancy, so much other stuff. So, you know, if uh, and I just want to commend the fathers because I know there's a lot of fathers who are home because of the children. They don't want to leave, and you find you end up finding a lot of people in relationships where, you know, they say, you know, I can't wait till my kids get 18, I want to leave home, you know, but they stay there because of the kids. And so with that being said, I want to appreciate the men as the men and the fathers for that as well. And I see I have a caller, so I'm going to bring the caller in one moment. Hello, caller, what is your name and where are you calling from? Hi, Charmaine, this is Bonnie. How are you doing? Calling from Riverside. Oh, wonderful. oh, thank you, Bonnie. Hi. You have a question today? Yeah, well, first, let me ask you, first, let me ask you, how are you doing? I'm doing very, very well. And um, you and I kind of touched a little bit on this conversation yesterday. And um, honestly, I think after our conversation and doing my, my reading in the Bible, it, it really it really takes me back to what you're saying and how um we look at our husbands as our therapists right and eventually leading them to the point to where they just feel like exhausted and tired um sometimes about our you know our drama or little things that come up in our lives and they almost are so worried about just providing and making ends meet and just being there to support the family that Sometimes the things that we come to them with are the least of their worries. And um, I was doing a little bit of reading, and I saw that even in the Bible, it says that it is much better for a man to live in a deserted plain than to live with the quarrelsome woman. <laughs> I said, Wow. So it even stated in the Bible, you know, that we should uh, create a very healthy, peaceful home for not only ourselves but the the children as well. So it's interesting. Yes. Yeah, well, 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 you know, Bonnie, thank you so much. And I apologize. I had some technical issues. I did not hear anything that you said. So would you be so kind to repeat it all again? <laughs> I am so sorry. I don't know. I don't no, know you no worries. You, but no Please share. Of course. So um, I just wanted to share that sometimes, um, you know, we do come to our husbands with some of the things that we go through in the group of friends or our family. You know, sometimes as women we talk and we share and we express our feelings with one, of, with one another, right? And sometimes we can be a counselor to our friends. And then we don't realize that we're carrying that energy and then come to our husbands with it. And I feel like sometimes it becomes more of like a burden or something else for them to worry 
where in their mind they're already worried about being the provider, being making sure that, you know, the, the house is uh, taken care of or the family is taken care of. And it gets to the point, like you said, that it, it, they just get tired of being our therapist. And um, I noticed with my husband, he just kind of was like, you know what, like I'm done being the therapist because he's like fed up with hearing everything and I don't blame him. Um, but it, it, it helped me to realize like where I am and, and where my mentality is going um, as far as taking on other people's problems. Um, and I was doing my Bible reading um, in the morning yesterday and it even says on the book of Proverbs, I'm looking at Proverbs 29, it says, mm-hmm. it is better to live in a corner of the housetop on the flat roof exposed to the weather than in a house shared with a quarrelsome woman. <laughs> so I said, wow. Even in the, yeah, even in the Bible it says you don't want to do that, you know. You don't want to live in a home where there is just no peace. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are so right, you know, because the peace will bring the harmony and everything. And a lot of people go through that, you know, and the sad thing about it. And, I, and I, first I want to say thank you very much for sharing and being vulnerable to share that with the listeners. And so and I mean, when you share, I feel though that it's so much it has to do with growth, you know, and you growing and you're expanding yeah. because you're trying, to fit, uh, you're trying to discover who you are in such a way where you can have a more of a positive impact with your family and everything. And, yes, you know, it's like mm-hmm. your husband, he worried, he already, like you said, he already worried about how can he take care of you and make sure you're happy and make sure that the house is taken care of, that you don't have to worry about nothing. And then all of a sudden, and, and it's hard because we are human beings. We love to conversate. We love to communicate. But we have to learn how to leave people's stuff where they at and not bring any extra groceries. I say we call it baggage, but I'm going to say groceries. Don't bring their groceries home with you <laughs> and, 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 and put it on the table because your husband like, wait a minute, I didn't ask for that. What is all that, right? Mhm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so, it's, it's so and so, so, mhm. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, um, um, yesterday. I mean, I feel like journaling, obviously, it has been helping me with writing down some of the things that I kind of feel like I need a little bit more clarity on, or if something's bothering me, I feel like I'd rather just put it on a journal let that energy out, and then give it to God, you know, and then just say, you know what, sometimes these things can become a little bit too heavy for me, even for myself. Um, I just want to leave it to God and l- let it go if, in a way. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful, and that's what we talked about yesterday. Yes, write it out, write it down, because the thing about it, you want to get it out. You know what I'm saying? And by you getting it out, you, you. I know sometimes we want to tell our husband, our significant other, our mate, everything. You know, because they say, "Hey, how was your day, honey?" Well, can you believe such and such and such mm-hmm. happened? You know, but they mm-hmm. want to hear about you, mm-hmm. not so much about what you did or to somebody else or whatever, right? So journaling definitely Absolutely. helps because then now. Then, then, then now you got that space, that room that you can give him that unabated attention. You know what I'm saying? You know, honey, my day was fabulous. You know, right. what about yours? You know, 
because I think sometimes they ask the question because they want to be acknowledged as well. You know what I'm saying? But we never give them the opportunity mm-hmm. to share theirs because we have bombarded them with all our stuff, right? Right, right. And I think one way that we can, going back to your topic for the day, I think that one of the ways that we can appreciate our men is when they do come home and when they are present and in front of us, just letting them know how grateful and appreciative we are of them and encouraging them and reminding them, like, thank you for being the provider that you are, for being the great father that you are, and just giving those words of encouragement. And, I mean, they say that every behind every successful man is a queen or a woman that's been kind of, like, encouraging him. And I think that we should enforce and be that role more and just show them that we're there to support them and we're appreciative of everything that they do for us already and the children. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and I, definitely, I definitely commend you for saying that because that is so true, and that's what they look for. You know, I heard, uh, you know, I think it's, I don't know, it was back in the day, you know, you know men, they go out and they are, you know, they, they, they go out and they try to do so much. Not try, they do a lot out in the world, and we don't know what challenges, what they got to go through and everything, right? And so they want to come home to peace. They don't want to come home to chaos. They don't want to come home and say, okay, now I got to put out another fire. You know what I'm saying? And so what you said was just so <laughs> helpful right. because <laughs> what would you say? I said that's right. <laughs> they don't want to come home to the chaos. Yeah, they they, they, they got to come home with their fire uniform. And I'm like, oh Lord, let me see what the wife and the children got going on at the house. It's like, okay, where did they where did they get their peace? So that's why sometimes you know men they always have their little they what they call it they cave they cave out room. They got their little cave room somewhere down the hall in the house where it's like, look, don't bother me. You know, give me that peace or whatever. But it should be a little bit more appreciated because we should appreciate them for all the things that they do. And like you said, you know, they protect, they provide for us. You know, they give us wisdom. They give us knowledge, you know, and just, you know, they, they, they make you feel, you know, complete. You know what I'm saying? You know, so it's a beautiful thing. And um, I know that each and every woman would love to have a supportive husband, a significant other there beside them to help them, groom them, grow together. You know what I'm saying? It's all about us growing together. I don't think it has to be one growing and the other one not growing. I think that's that's where the unbalance come in. And then you wonder why your husband might step out or why he's not present anymore. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to say thank you so much for sharing. Yes. Oh, well, thank you for having me. And I think we should respect each other's seasons. Sometimes one is going to have a more fruitful season than the other, and we should just be there to support each other through each of our seasons. Absolutely, 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 because, you know, change change is going to happen inevitable. We are going to go through some things up and down, and that's a beautiful thing about me being a spiritual life coach. I'm always walking, well, God is God is sending me, but God always put me in the path of somebody who's going through a season that needs some encouragement to uplift, and, you know, if we already been through that storm, why not, like you said, be there to uplift somebody else in going through their season? And that's, the thing, and that's the reason why I decided I wanted to do this here of appreciating men because of the woman incarcerating. You know, they're going through their season right now, and the fathers is being home taking care of the household and the children. And for me, I didn't know that that was taking place. And so I just commend them on so many levels you know, of doing that. So it's a beautiful thing when you have that support team that's there 
can help you. You know what I mean? So I definitely commend your husband for saying, and, and, and the thing about it, your husband stopped. He said, look, you know what, sweetheart, you won't have to figure it out yourself. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's the, beautiful. And it's good to see it. that there is some beautiful shift happening with yeah, the families yeah. that, like, the dads that you said are taking over. Like, I think that that is a beautiful shift. Uh, like what your son was saying, there's there's kids that have grown up without the, the father being present. And to hear that now more fathers are being involved, that that is very nice to hear because it, it is indicating that there is some changes that are going on. So that's amazing. Yes, it, it is. It is. And we all need fathers. I mean, fathers play a, such a, 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 a detriment role in our lives. You know what I'm saying? You know, and this was Time Magazine that had an article and said that if, a fa- if there's a fatherless home, you guarantee to have some destruction that's taking place. So I, I, I totally agree. You know, being a single mom is challenging, you know. And, um, you know, my son recently said, Mom, he said, you know, it just hit me. I couldn't understand why sometimes you were mean to me and sometimes you were nice to me. He said, I couldn't understand it, but I realized you had to be mom and dad. I said, are you serious? Mm-hmm. He said, yes. He <laughs> said, I never paid attention to that. And I was like, you know what, I even appreciate you acknowledging it and bringing it to my attention because sometimes, you know, your kids can give you a report card and you're like, I wasn't that bad. They're like, yes, you were, you know. And so <laughs> and so for him to say that, <laughs> I said, I, for him to say that, I think, oh, wow, I wonder how many other children don't realize being a single mom that they got to wear two hats. They got to play the discipline because that's the father role that she's playing, and she got to play the nurturing, the love role times because she's being that mother. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Well, I'm so glad that your son acknowledged you for that too, because, like you said, it sometimes it doesn't feel like all that work that you're putting in is even being acknowledged. But that just shows that you're that you're doing an amazing job as a mother too, Charmaine. <laughs> Well, thank you. I try. It's, it's, you know, like, like you said, life doesn't come with a manual. you got to figure it out, you know. But I try my best, and I will say that I'm grateful for my children, that they do come to me and talk to me, you know, and, and want my guidance and want my direction and, 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 and don't mind being vulnerable and saying, you know what, I can talk to my mother and tell her everything, you know. So I'm grateful for that, and even they, and they're not perfect, you know what I mean. They struggle just like we all struggle, you know what I mean. And like you mentioned about seasons, everybody goes through their own season, you know. So I just want to say, Bonnie, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate that. And appreciate you for sharing. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for having me and keep doing this amazing work. I look forward to hearing the future um, podcast as well. <laughs> thank you, darling. I'll put you back in the audience, but sure. if you have any other comments that you want to share, by all means, just raise your hand. Just hit the one on the phone, okay, darling? Okay, darling. All right. Bye-bye. Well, again, I just want to say thank you. For the list for the, for the caller who called in and shared her experience and how she has um, experienced, you know, that she didn't realize that she was making her husband to be her therapist. And the beautiful thing about it, for any fathers or husbands who's listening and they are in that role, just like you know, the last caller said, her husband had to say, "Look, look, you want to figure it out. You want to have to stop bringing this to your home." 
And the beautiful thing about it is that Bonnie received it. She received what he said, and now she went and got a journal and started just writing a journal in there and just being more available for her husband. And I will say, the more you're available for your husband, for everything that he does to make sure the foundation of the house is in order for you to have that peace, you know, it's a beautiful thing. So for those who's listening, I want to say thank you very much for listening. If there's no other callers who want to call in and share or ask a question, um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because it's about that time. But, but I just wanted to say that um, you never know, you know, for those who's single or even sometimes, you know what, um, just this month I had two men that came into my life. And just by, you know, being somewhere out in the world, doing my work or whatever, and you never know who you're going to meet. And these two beautiful men poured so much wisdom and knowledge into me that I am so grateful. And that's another thing. You know, sometimes, you know, we have to acknowledge why the universe brings people into our life, whether female or male. Today I'm just talking about the men. You know, they come with so much wisdom and knowledge, and none of us is perfect. We all got issues, you know what I mean? But if you just focus on the good and don't worry about the bad and see the good that they bring, embrace that. Appreciate that with them. Let them know that, man, you are so powerful. I am so grateful to have you because sometimes they don't realize how powerful and grateful that they are because they don't hear people say that enough to them. And so I just wanted to say to any men who's listening or females, wives, wives, and ladies, are you listening? Let your husband know how much you appreciate them. Look at the good, the the bad, or the, the the part that's broken will become healed over time. And just 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 appreciate the good that you receive, and honor that, appreciate that, and that will help to bring balance within each and every one of us. You know, if we always look at the negative, nothing will happen. Nothing will get better. And it's all about us growing, evolving, getting better, become better individuals. And so if we focus on the positive and uplift each other on the positive of what they bring, you'll be amazing. You'll be amazed of the individual that you have in your life. So with that being said, I just want to just get ready to close out. I just want to just thank those who listen every Thursday and those who listen today. For those who don't know me, I'm a motivated speaker, a spiritual life consultant, a, a author, and a spiritual chaplain. Um, this, pod has, this podcast has allowed me to be able to mentor to so many women on the outside as well as the inside. I'm always hands-on. I'm always out in the community, you know, um, talking to women and inspiring them and empowering them, especially those that's in the prison, which helped inspire me to go the extra mile by having this hair podcast where I can touch hearts that need healing with deep conversation that's irrelevant with life issues to uplift, to motivate, to empower, to assimilate our thinking, to help bring awareness to whatever situation that we're dealing with towards living authentic where we can stand in our truth and live a peaceful and happy life. And with that being said, I thank you again and hope to see you next Thursday. In the meantime, God bless and take care and have a good night.